0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, we have, uh, I changed the order today, my friends. Uh, it's going to be um, 25, 30, and 35. Usually it's 20, uh, 30, 40, making 90. Today it's going to be 25 and 30, that's 55. And then, um, and then 35, making 90. So that's the way it's going to work. You guys I want to do a little more halacha today. We'll start with the halacha, and uh, we'll start here with Sifches. The cups, the dollar koses have to be imbibed in the normal method. Now this is not a, a, a lotion of the Gemara. The Gemara actually says, "Don't drink them bevasachas," <laughs> um, which the Rashi.
1: We're
0: going to talk about that, how much has to be in it later. Right now, we're talking about. Okay. Right now, we're just talking about the drinking. How you're drinking it. The, the words of the Gemara in Psachim are, "Shoson bevatachat." If you drink them in one shot. Um, which the Rashbam interprets to mean you drink them one after the other, meaning that uh, you won't be yotze Arbicosas if you do one right after the other, which therefore implies the way to do it to be yotze is al haseder. They need to be imbibed at the right spots. If you want to be Makai in four cups, you've got to do them at the right juncture of the Seder. That's the way the, the, the Shulchan Aruch is interpreted. That's us see what the Shulchan Aruch means. And that's why, Vim ze achar Shalok if you're going to drink them, one after the other, which is obviously not according to the slot in the Haggadah where it's demanded, lo so you haven't fulfilled your mitzvah at all. And as the Mishabur says here in Sifkot it counts as one cup, maybe, but you've got to do the other three right, which means you better start saying the Haggadah. Lamaisa uh, from here, it sounds like there's another reason. You know, we talk about whether women are chive and david kosos. So we're going to talk about that in a couple of minutes. Um and uh, if the women are chayiv in David Kosos, well, they're going to have to do it right, according to this, they have to do it at the right spot, at through the Haggadah, at Kiddish, after Magid, after benching, to be mukayim the mitzvah. You have to do it in its in its correct format. That's the way the Psaka of the Aruch comes out. Now, um, there's an interesting uh, there's an interesting machlekas here. It's actually uh, machlekas rishonim uh Based on the sheet of Rashi in Psochem and, uh, 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 and the machlekas of the achrayim in that machlekas, Rashi and his grandson Rishpaim have a machlekas. In that machlekas, there is another the machlekas that has come down to us. I want to share a little bit of it with you. It's it's, it's right out of the Mishnah Berurah. Let's take a look. V'koshke, the Mishnah Berurah says, "Im shofchan kulim bekeis echad Let's say instead of drinking four cups but what you do is you take all four cups and you pour them into one big cup for sure you're not yotze. now that seems to mean that you don't drink one after the other you put all four into a giant cup and you gar- gargle it all down but look at this uber prima the prima actually is under the impression That let's say you have a giant cup and you do it right, meaning in terms of when you begin to drink. But it's because you're drinking from a giant cup and not four different cups. I mentioned in my other classes, let's say a a revias is 2.2 ounces. So let's say this holds four revias. Okay, so that would be, right, that would be 8.8 ounces, 2.2 times 4. So 8.8 ounces. Let's let's just make it simple. Nine-ounce cup. He has a nine-ounce tumbler. And he sips every time. He sips about 2.2 ounces at every stage of the Seder. The Prima says that if you do that, since you didn't have a separate cup, it was all from the same cup you filled in the beginning. Lo yotza, Because you didn't have four separate cups. The Arbicosos Peina. Now, the... (laughs) That Mishnah Bura quotes it, and here in this part of the Mishnah Bura, but in the Ber Alocha he isn't too happy with this because it really take a look. Let's look at the Ber Alocha. I in the Mishnah Bura Masha Kasavnu B'Shem HaPrima Godim Te'afiu Pomim rak Mikais Echad That is the sheet of the Prima Godim, and he's willing if somebody doesn't have the gadil in Yiddish. If someone doesn't have the patience to look here, they're just going to think that if you have one cup, and again, many people will buy a big tumbler of wine, a big tumbler to pour their wine in. And they they can sip a little bit. It's the problem of the people who purchased it. They should have purchased smaller tumblers, but they didn't. They purchased nine ounce tumblers. So he drinks, he knows he's a little bit of a Talmachacham. He drinks a revius of each time. According to the Mishnah quoting of the Prima Godim, you wouldn't be yotze. But take a look here. He says no. He says he says the Prima Godim says you're not yotze. But Emes It's not logical. You don't need to have four different cups. Arba pumabedin. It's four times out of the same cup. And we're going to see. Therefore, he says. Um, he says, Where did you think that you need four different cups? He says, I will call the he says that um, a <laughs> In fact we're gonna see in a minute that everybody can drink out of one cup. And we'll see that in a minute. So therefore he says, I don't understand the prima godim that says you wouldn't be out. that's called one cup. Why is it one cup? It's four times out of the same cup, but it means four cups. So that is, the, uh, that is an interesting makhleik as the primagodim and the mishnah Uh Let's go on. Shirakais revius And as I said, it's got to be about 2.2 or 2.4 ounces. L'achar sheyim zigenu. That that means that was again at the time of Chazal that was very concentrated and they put water in. the Rama says. Today's wines you don't need to put water in; they're pretty decent even if they even the way they come out they don't come out so sharp in terms of being concentrated. <laughs> now the other halacha: there's a din in drinking the whole cup. Or at least coast. okay. So that already plays a little bit to what the machlekas, the missioner, and the primogodam are talking about. Do you have to drink Rovkos or not? Okay, so you're right. This this might be an issue with the primogodam. Ad, you didn't. You only drank a couple of, of ounces. You're you have to drink rovcoz. That's really a separate issue, uh, but but up there. But over here, that's the central point. When you have a cup, are you should you drink most of the cup or not? So. The truth is, is that the, this sh- uh, part of the Shulchan Arach might be talking about, it's a small cup. The cup is only 2.4 ounces. And even 2.4 ounces, you only have to drink rova the revius. Because I'll prove that to you. Because look at the next line. Im yesh But if the cup is big, which means up until now, the cup is small. Shirakos revius. The size of the cup, or at least the amount of wine in the cup, uh, is only reviyot. And even if it's only the amount of wine in the cup is 2.4 ounces, you, you only have to drink rov of the kos. Now, then the machaber says, if if the cup has more than that, let's say it has four revios in it. So look at the halacha here, and you'll see why the Mishnah Brewer thought what he thought. You could give it to the other people to drink. You could give it to the other people. You could say, okay, I got a big cup. I was Yodzei. Here, you take, you drink the next. They don't need to have cups in front of them. They could actually drink from your cup. Right? They're expecting to get it, so they can make bar a brag often. You drink first. You hand it off to them. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says. So let's say, like in the example we said before, it's a nine-ounce cup. So the nine ounce cup has four reviuses in it. So the father first makes kiddish, and what does he do? He drinks uh, a revius of it, a rove revius. Then he gives the cup over, and then they all share it. So four people can be Yotze with one cup. As I state, that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. And of course, he's quoting here the Colboy, one of the Rishonim, the Aruch It's basically the same opinion uh, from Provence in southern France in the, the early part of the 14th century. That is the Psak. Then he says, some say, some are to drink, oh, you got to drink Rav no matter what. You can't hand the cup over to anybody else. to a uh, we'll take a look at the way the Mishnah Bura gives us some direction on this. As I said, we're going to do a little bit more of halacha today, because we're getting so close to Pesach. We start 7.50, we're going to do 25 minutes of halacha, which is to 8.15. So let's take a look. Um... First of all, the Mishnah Bura says, if you go like the... yes, Henech. How does the person know when they've uh, went to stop after drinking a revias in a large cup? <laughs> he's got to have a he's got to have a gut sense or a, a palate sense, a tongue sense of how much he's had. A person knows that this is two point something ounces. You're right. It's hard to know how many how much are you drinking. It's hard when you're it's hard when you're when you're pouring wine into your system to know. I'm just going to mute everybody, and if you want to talk, you'll be able to. Okay. So that was, uh, I want to show you the Mishabur here. He says, the first sheet of the sheet of the Rechaz Chaim is that you can pass the cup off. It sounds like it's not even a bid'evid. Give it to the next guy. We know normally when you're talking about a cup of venture, hey, it's not full. The first guy. All right, so this is part two. <laughs> so uh, as we said, uh, the, what's the problem of passing off the cup? Normally when you pass off the cup, hey, somebody drank from it. It's not full anymore. So he says, that's the katchila, that's true. But that would be if, for example, you were starting to make kiddush. If you were starting to make kiddish you can't take somebody else's cup who drank from it and make your Kiddush and uh, if it's not full and also it's a coast pogum haha de ha kos male since the 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 Bala seder was fine the Bala seder had a 9 ounce cup full of wine so cool bika because they're all coming from him so therefore uh, there's no problem of pogum. There's no problem of pogum in that case because the guy who made kiddush was fine. True, they were all being Yotze. They all wanted drink to drink they have their Dalit Kosos, but as long as the one making kiddush was not pogum, now they can drink from his cup too. The same way, it's, it's maybe not the most hygienic thing, but the same way when you make kiddush, you can pass the cup around. And from there, you might be able
1: uh, to do the same thing. You 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 can have pass people the cup, and that would be okay. Um, the uh the reason why there is a sheet that holds you need
0: Rove Kos, even if it's a giant cup, is because Dawud Kosos is somehow a bigger khumber than anything else. It's one of the most khumber dicket things in terms of a mitzvah to about presuming Nisa. I guess it doesn't look like you really, if you chose a nine ounce cup, if you don't drink Rove from it, it doesn't really look like you're doing it right. It looks like you're just sipping. And everything is the appearance of a person who is a wealthy aristocrat. Uh, so uh, appearances counts. That's why this sheeta, which is the sheeta of the Ramban, is you need Rove Revis no matter what. But of course, um, if you're not planning on drinking a lot, the Mishnah says, get yourself a small cup. Try to find small little
1: tumblers. I know where you're going to get them because they're hard to purchase, but that's what you should do. Okay. Let's go on to the next uh, page.
0: Now here's a very interesting discussion. What is the sheer of how quickly Raviyas needs to be imbibed? a is two of the greatest Rishonim, the Rambam and the Raivad. The Raivad says it's the same as kedei Achilas Pras, which we all know is at least two minutes, three minutes, according to some even nine minutes. So according to the Raivad, you have a pretty decent amount of time to drink the cup you can really sip the cup it's only the rabanan and that is the shita. it's called a shtia it has a shame shtia if as long it's as long as you drink it within what's considered a, a, a drinking or an eating an imbibing Kedei Achilas pras is, called, is throughout the Torah, that's the amount the amount in other words, what does Achilas Pras mean? Achilas Pras is the amount that takes long, it usually takes to eat about three or four beitzim, chewing like a normal person. That's called Kedei Achilas Pras. As long as you get the revius in that amount of time, it's like the Kezayas in that amount of time, whether it's for a mitzvah or an Aveira. That's called an Achila, that's called a Shtiya, that's the Sheet of the riva. Whereas the Rambam says, it's the Sheer of a shtia. When it comes to Achil, I agree with you. He agrees with the Raivad. But when it comes to drinking, drinking has its own sheer. Therefore, that's why the Besiyaysib says, even though it's a Dindarabonon, and maybe if a person's having a hard time sipping, you could, you could be Meikel like the Raivad, still you should try to be Machar like the Rambam. That it shouldn't be such a long
1: uh, drink. Uh, it's such a long break in between. And that, the Mishabura says, it definitely shouldn't be more than two to nine minutes.
0: Um, now, and if it is, you're not even bidyevity, you're not even bidyevityotza. And you have to drink again? <laughs> because that didn't count. That wasn't called drinking. But he says, but you should be machmer like the Rambam, which means what, how long does it take the normal person to get 2.4 ounces down? He might not drink it in a second. He might not drink it like they drink in the old saloons in the West whiskey. And then you just drink it down like in a second. That's not what we're talking about, but you still have to drink it pretty quickly to be machmer like the Rambam. But bid If you can't drink so fast and you sip your wine, you are Yodse, you don't have to redo anything. Again, bid the Evid, im shasa, im sha bishzi kaisis, again, im sha bishte kaisis, achrenis, le yachser veyishte. O bishte kaisis, re then maybe you should drink again. The first, the last two cups, you have to be worried because it could be your The first two cups where you're allowed to drink, possibly, maybe you should drink again if possible. But of course, the best is to do Rova Revius Bavasachas. The best way, because we're not sure what the Rambam means when he says the amount of time it takes to drink a Revius. We're not sure if it's sipping the Revius or not. So obviously, if you can. The best thing is to try to get most of the two point four ounces, which is only about one and third one point one ounce one point two ounces. try to get that down in your system as much as, as easy as you can, which really brings up the next halach and shulchanarach, which is shows um, Maziko, a person who he is just not a wine drinker. it bothers him it, it gives him bad headaches. He said, not not for me. I know everybody else in the world drinks wine. I don't. Oh, no. Or he just really doesn't like the wine. Which L'chorah would be, well, that, then why is it cheiros? He's drinking something that he doesn't like. Still, the halacha is, according to the Mechaber, Tzarech L'chorik Atzmai L'shtois. You need to do what? You need to try. You need to try your hardest push yourself to drink, to mekayim, the mitzvah, he says push yourself, which is strange. You have to push yourself, even if it, you know you're going to have a terrible headaches afterwards, that's what it sounds like. You have to push yourself, which is really what the Mishnah is going to talk about here, which means you're getting sick over a mitzvah. Let's take a look at the Mishnah Buru. Mishnah Buru says, <inaudible> He really doesn't like drinking it, and he gets a bad headache. He gets a headache. V'koyev Now, that means a headache. I, I said bad headache, but it means a pretty decent headache. But it's called, in a Shulchan Aruch language, like in Hilchashabbas language, it would be called a mechush. It would be called, uh, you're not feeling so well. But it's not called a choyle at all. He says, if if drinking that much puts you in bed, then it's a dindarabonon and l chora dinderabon you don't have to get sick for, which is what he says here. The aimbakhl se kishkov But that's not when he like, like he he's gotta just lie down, I can't even move. Or if he feels like I need to lie down, I can't even move. That's called a kol gufai. So we know in Hil Shabbos when it comes to being chayvah kol gufay, the din of the and get pushed away. Well, David Kaisis is a din and the Ravon and it gets pushed away if it's chayvah kol gufay. But even though the Shulchan Aruch says Mitztair and mazik,
1: it doesn't mean chayvah kol gufay. And on this, the the uh, the he says, of course, he says
0: the the machaber, the, the, the says the ends that they what sort of cheiris? It's supposed to be you enjoyed it. If it puts you in bed, so you, obviously that's not what it's talking about. So there are people that are medically not supposed to drink wine, obviously, and they could really
1: become cheiru So they would be there from sh'tiyas harba Okay? Um, The Mishnah Bruh actually says um, there's
0: another Eitzah. What's the other Eitzah? Gam Yochol likach. First of all, you can always water down the cups. Yochol l'mozgai You can put a decent amount of water, even in like. A, and if you put a lot, if you put a decent amount of water, as long as it's not, as long as it's 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 not uh, more than. Um, five times more than it's called as a shame Yayan This is an etza, by the way, Rabbi David Feinstein quotes, and I, 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 my assumption is he heard it from his father, Rabbi Misha Feinstein, said so. and that is that there's another etza besides taking grape juice because grape juice is a suffix where there can be etza david cases with grape juice. Um, so Rabbi David Feinstein says you can take wine and you can water it down. As long as the amount of of water is not more than five times the amount, and it's got to be it's bottle b'shisha chalokin, it's bottle if it's if it's less than a sixth, that's the din by ye, by Yain by Stam Yenam and Yain So as long as it's not less than a sixth of the amount in the total cup, you would be allowed to water it down, and that would have a shame Yain. It doesn't taste so good. But that would probably be better than drinking grape juice, because that has a shame, yayin. And therefore you would be, even though it doesn't really give you the buzz, because it's so watery, that's another etza for you. Then he has a big chiddush here. He says, Mm -hmm. That would be more like grape juice, raisin wine. Oh, chamar medina. Chamar medina is not even wine at all, I don't think. Khamar <laughs> Medina is some sort of like Shlivovitz, kosher beer or something else. So uh, a kosher of Pesach beer or something else. Uh, some people think it's Pepsi or Coke, the Khamar Medina by by right. So it, this is a, a, a,
1: a, an important het there for people who can't drink wine. Schumer says you can drink Khamar Medina. Okay? Um, and we'll just end with this Lachs or
0: you should try to get red wine. Now you need Jay Bookspam or somebody from Ketim to explain what's good wine, what's not good wine. But he says, if the white wine is better, go with the white wine. But if not, based on the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda and Psachim, it's better to go with red wine. And again, uh, a very interesting historical Mishnah Brewery here I just want to do with you.
2: And, is it better to go with Mavushal or non Mavushal
0: We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Get that in a minute. Right now, talk about red wine. Why? Because when Shlomo Melech tells you, don't be enticed by by wine. He says, "Al ki Don't look at the wine because it's red. Al Mimi is It's a big mila of wine when it's red. It's that's the part that gets addicts. That makes you an addict. Don't become an addict on on, on the Seder night. But be careful. Another thing, Zecher Ladam. We know that when Paro got Saras, he took Jewish children. Think about this: when he was, when he became a mezora or other sort of pains, he would take Jewish children and slaughter them in order to bathe in their bloods. Um, or you could just say he killed Klal Yisrael. That's why it's the blood of all the Jews that he killed. So that is the blood. We want to drink it in a way. But he says, But the Goyim sometimes say, hey, they're drinking Christian blood. They're having this service where they talk about how they were persecuted and they have wine that's supposed to represent blood. You know what it is? They got blood in their matzah. They got their wine is bloody. We know what this is. This is called the uh the, the Bilbo, right? This was called the, the blood libel. So the Mishabur says, Be careful then. You know what? Over then, Nimnoyan with it's a place where the blood libel's around. So obviously, there you take white wine. Nothing, no sir, no sir, nothing to do with blood here. We're not we're not dealing with blood because you know that the Christians are looking in. Effie asked about Yay and Mavushal. The Mishnah the Shulchan Aruch says you can be yotzei with and Mavushal. yotzin, which sounds as even though it's in the Yershalmi that you can use it, but the Mishnah Bura is going to say it's, only a, it's not a Likatechiva. U tov likach Mavushal. It's better to take wine that's not Mavushal. Now, there is an issue with using wine that's not Mavushal and that is is that if a non-jew or a, or a jew who is machal Shabbos touches it there's a problem using it so this year now people aren't having so many open sidurim but in a year when people would have a lot of people around there might be a problem using wine that's not mavushal that's the reason why by the way the 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 company started doing Yain mavushal they did it because they knew non-jews would be stacking the wine putting the bottles out and that might be a problem halachically to use. So if they were mavashal the wine, the Gemara says in Abed the non-Jew doesn't uh, doesn't have his machshob of Has not he, he's not connected to a wine that's not mavushal, And therefore Abed won't be an issue then, and a non-Jew can touch it, and a non-religious Jew can touch it. The problem is, in terms of the halacha, of whether it is a shame yayin or not, we know the Gemara says that the only type of yayin that went on the Mizbeach was the wine that the Goyim would also put on the Mizbeach. And that was considered the wine that you're supposed to make Barah Priyagofen on, the Rambam says, is the same wine that was poured on the Mizbeach. Yayin Mavushal was a no-no by the Goyim and no-no by the Jews. And the Rambam says you don't make Barah Priyagofen on it
1: if it's Mavushal.
0: So to be choshish for the Rambam, you should only have Yayin she'eno mavushal However, the Mishabura says if the if the Mavushal wine is better, it's possible the Mishaburo holds you should take the Mavushal wine. As far as Shaposkim, Chacham and others, I believe hold that you should very much be Makbid on yayin she'eno Mavushal. Despite the fact that the Shulchan Aruch does say you are Bidia, you are allowed to take it, and if that's what you have, especially this year, you shouldn't go out to try to find wine that's not Mavushal. Okay,
2: that's the Shulchan Aruch. But the issue, but the issue is about uh, the uh, Mavushal, the, the guy touching it. The guy to touching the bottle when it's closed, or the guy to touching when it's open?
0: Even if when it's closed, it's an issue.
2: So if I go to a store and buy the, of course, you have workers
0: who are putting them on stocks
2: yeah, in the shelves.
0: Yeah, there's a problem. There's a problem going to a. a, a, a there's a problem going to a, a bayway if they're selling wine. It's not mivushal. Yes. Yeah. So if you go Jewish, to a Jewish store where the workers were Jewish, then that wouldn't be a problem. Even there, they don't
2: have Jewish workers. The owner might be Jews, but uh, people stocking the shelves are
0: you know. Okay, so again, it, 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 the the cases might be different than individual bottles. There might be a humor here again. I have to look into it, but there would be a there there there, there are problems in this in, in that situation. Wait, uh, okay. but the bottles are sealed. I know. It doesn't make a difference. The person could still There's have in a, mind. Uh,
2: Different argument that I said. Like, I know, like Lubavitch, a lot of them, the Mahmet, then they will cover the one, the brown pepper. They don't want to go to look at it. Even by looking at it, they don't want to, uh, the it on that. So it's, I guess, depends. Okay,
0: we're going to go on to the Hashalmi now. So basically, not to go and buy Mavushal wine. If you're a Sephardi, if you can get non Mavushal wine from a, a, a Jewish store, that would be Lukat yeah.
1: Okay, but, but,
2: but, that's not but awesome. isn't it a little bit different today? Back in the days, they took good wine, they put it on a the boil, they boil it up, and they, they made it horrible. Today, they make mevusha wine that, you know, I'm sure you know the process is different. They
0: pasteurize it. Maybe. I don't know enough. Then. Yeah, you I'm know. not sure. The, it quality, could be... the
2: quality is much better. There's nothing to compare to what… Well, the...
0: again, if you wanted pasta like the Bureau, that would be fine. Consult your local Sfardi book if you again if you take a look. I think Chocham Avadia says you should definitely try to be Mahader to get Yai and Sheinu Mavushal in, okay. in order to be Chosesh for the sheet of the Rambam. Okay, we are now going to
1: move to Yerushalmi. All right, we're finished with the sugya of Ushin Hara. that was yesterday. And um so here we go. Um Haskut ye if you take a look here in the uh in the shalami, Haskut yeishla Karen Vyeshla Peyrot. Okay. Haskout Yeshla Karen Vyeshla Peyrot. What does that mean? When you do
0: mitzvot, you get that karen and Eulam Haba. And you could get some positives in this world too. There's payrote. We saw especially the payrote of Kibbut and other things. But there's payrote for, for mitzvos. There's the karen and the peirot. Shunemar, Imru tzadik ki pri malalei em they eat the payros. They don't just eat the, the mitzvah itself, but they get the payros of the mitzvah. The etz and mitzvah they're gonna get an almaba their scar but they also get the benefit somewhere here. Aveira, though, doing an Avera yeshla karen, uh, you're gonna get a big gehenum or whatever it is for your Avera. The lo payros. But by Averos, there's no payros in Averos. Aveira is what it is, me the canegan you get punished. The punishment wherever it happens, usually in, in the world to come after you die, that's the Avera, but there's no payros to the Avera. Shenemar, Rosha, he gets exactly what he did. He doesn't have like an extra stuff laying on that. Come on one second, the Mani makayim, what about this Busik the Yerushalmi says? The Busik says it says me pre it says me pre that a Russia eats from the payros of what he did sounds like there are payros and Averos. It's not just the Avera itself. It sounds like there's extra stuff that he gets punished for. It says, depends how it happens. Ella, it really depends. Sometimes you can do an Avera and nobody sees it. No one's affected. It's, you're the whole story of the Avera. It's all about what you did. Ko Avera pri, But if there's an Avera that other people became not from because they saw it, if you did it publicly, you did it with a bunch of people, it's an Aveira like La Shonara that keeps on building and that once the secrets out of the bag or the negative information out of the bag, there's nothing you could do. Those Averos have a pre. They have a life to it. And you're going to be, and you have to pay the price for that. You're going to get punished besides the Aveira. You get punished for the effects the Aveira have. Shalawas a pre. If it's an Aveira that didn't go any further than you you did it in the, in, in the confines of your corona little room and nobody knows what you were doing, okay? You're going to get punished, but no, it doesn't affect others. Ain't la pri. And you only get the aver itself. Speaking about this, If you if you're thinking to do a mitzvah, and many of us wanted to go to shul, many of us wanted to hear Kriyas we want to be able to go burn chametz properly, whatever all the mitzvahs we want to do. Hamokoi mitzar falamaysah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I know you want to do it, but you couldn't do it. I'm going to add it. Even if you didn't do the action, I, I'm going to tell you your machsovah is something. Now, obviously, if you do both, I'm, I'm going to give you credit for your machsovah as well, even if the action didn't turn out as well as you wanted to. Here we're in Corona, we can't even do any maissim. But let's say we wanted to really do a good job in B'dikah's Chomets. We really stayed up and learned the halachis. We're going to do it right. And then we got tired. We didn't do it properly. HaKadosh look, well, you didn't do such a great mitzvah in B'dikah's Chomets, but I'm going to give you some extra credit for the for your desire and what you wanted to do and your thoughts involved. I'm going to give you some credit for your machshava. That's the way it is with mitzvos. Okay? machshava when it comes to Averos, though, ain't a a Baruch who doesn't necessarily get you and hit you hard about your machshava. Right? How do we know? Which would mean two things. First of all, if you were planning to do an Avera, God doesn't necessarily punish you so much for your thoughts to do the Avera because we believe that really you're the person that you would have actually pulled the plug on it. So he doesn't, like th- he doesn't throw your, your planning into the Avera itself. And secondly, let's say you never do the Avera. God doesn't punish you because you were planning to do the Avera because people get yitzaris, but So therefore, we, we give you a pass on your machshava. When it comes to a mitzvah, though, we give you the credit for the machshava. How do we know? They were just talking about doing good things and the Pesach says there that, the, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu writes down what they're saying. They have a plan of what they want to do. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, wow, they're planning on doing big things. Maybe it's never going to happen. I'm giving them credit for their thoughts and their desire to do it. If I see a sin, Imraisi even though God can see it, God can, and the man knows it's in his heart. Hashem, acts like he doesn't hear it. He's so like, look, you know what? He was planning. He didn't really mean it. A Jew, even if he plans to do an avera, there's still the Pintel the yid. There's still the the Jew within him that's not going to want to do the Aveira. I'm going to give him credit. This is not going to. This is not going to sound so well. In today's time, but I have to—I'm not—I have to read the Gemara when it says, "How the time of That's with the Jews. With Kallah God gives us the benefit of the doubt." Avo When it comes to the non-Jews, and let's say it's the non-Jews who do avodah Zoro, the non-Jews of the time of Chazal, the non-Jews that were pagans and were terrorists, it's the opposite. if they want to do something. And they st- they weren't able to do it. God says, oh, you? <laughs> this that plan, that wasn't really you. You weren't really planning on doing it. Makshava <inaudible> when it comes to a bad Makshava, <inaudible> There Baruch <inaudible> Hu says, I know what you were planning. And I'm gonna get you not only for your action, I'm gonna get you for what your plan was too. How do we know that? How do we know that when a when a goy says he wants to do something good, God doesn't? That God discounts it, because we know by Daniel. Daniel by uh, Daryovish loved Daniel, but Daryovish issued a takana that. His advisors somehow got him to issue this Takana. No praying for the next 30 days to anyone except the Babylonian God. There should be no prayers. I don't want any prayers to any of these other gods. I know we've got a lot of Jews and and, and Zoroastrians and we've got other types of religions here only praying to Babylonian gods for the 30 days. And they saw Daniel was davening in his room, praying in his room in his window. So they snitched on him and they brought him And they said, okay, what's the rule? What does it say in the rule book? If you go against the ruler of the king, you get thrown into the lion's den? Okay, Daniel gets thrown in the lion's den. So, oh boy, Daryovish is upset. He doesn't want one of his best Jewish advisors, a person he trusts, to get thrown in. So what does it say there? It says, by Daryovish, it says, right until it was almost... Almost night, when they were going to throw Daniel in, he was trying to save him. That was it. That's It doesn't say that he saved him. It doesn't say that we give him the schus of saving him. Okay, he was trying, but we don't say the word really as if he saved him. He actually didn't. It was, it was the Malach that saved him. But the Pasuk is written in a way as if, okay, he liked him, but we're not going to give him the schus as if he actually did
1: even though he felt bad about it. What does it say in the Pesach?
0: It says by Esav, when Hakadosh Baruch is going to punish Esav, it says Miketel from killing Michamasalchicha Yaakov because of the way you tried to kill and do violence against Yaakov. I'm going to get punish the sons of Edom for that. Hold on, Vehi Hargo. didn't really kill Yaakov. He he right. He wanted to. Ol made Hashavavah but that was his plan. Right when he came to find Yaakov in the beginning of Parshas Vayishlach, his plan was to kill Yaakov. And in the Torah's mind, because that's what he wanted, although he changed his mind, we blame Esav as a murderer, and we say, Esav, you anyway were always a murderer. This plan was a real plan, and therefore we're not. Even though at the end a mess happened, that Yaakov was saved, we still historically blame Esav as a killer. By the way, some people say that's what we say by love unto. Arami oyveirobi, right? He tried, but we actually view him based on this your we treat him as if he did, as if he was a murderer because he wanted to murder. We don't give him the benefit of the doubt. I told you it's not politically correct, but uh, you know, look. Uh, you know, we learn what we learn. We've had enough bad goyim in the world that this can be true. I'm not saying the ones today are like that. But queerly we definitely lived among Goyim who wanted to kill us and destroy us
1: not so long ago.
0: Hmm. Um Gomer Let's say a person is a tzadi gomer his whole life. His whole life he's a Tsadi gomer. Morad. At the end of his life, he throws it away. He doesn't believe. He says, no, something happens. Who knows? He goes through corona. Who knows what it is by the end of his life? What happens? (laughs) The person can destroy himself at the very end of his life, Shemar HaYeh says. Matam. The Pasuk says in He does shuvah, meaning he stops being the tzaddik, and he was a great tzaddik, but now he decides he's throwing away. I don't believe in God. I'm angry at God. I'm doing all the virus I I, I I I could I couldn't do up until now. The Sholom takes away all his chusim. Reb Shimon Loakish says, "Wait a second. That can only be if what? Remember Shimon Loakish b'toel show Shonot." It has to be that when he, when he, when he decides in that last day to go and do all the Averis before he dies or whatever it is, it has to be that he also regrets all the good things that he did. It has to be that it's not just, hey, before I die, I want to know what a Zayn is. I want to know what chazar is. I want to go do some Averis. I want to scream at God. I want to be angry. It's that he also has in his mind boy, was I stupid and an idiot and all the mitzvahs that I did and all the all the mitzvahs that I forced myself to do and everything, and I, I wish I had never done them and my life was wasted and stupid and crazy. That's where he can, we, even a tzaddik, who was a tzaddik up to that point, can destroy everything that was in his life up until that point. But if he doesn't go so far to regret and to like sort of uproot what he did originally, so then, then we do not call him a... Uh, uh, we don't. he don't take away all his mitzvahs.
2: But do they even have such a case in this ever?
0: It's th- it sounds like something like that could happen, Effie. It sounds like he had a psychological breakdown. Um, maybe. Maybe it was psychological. Maybe the guy Mamish, stopped believing. He finally said, "Look, my whole life was about belief in God. There's no God. If God allowed Auschwitz. God allows Corona. God allows everyone
1: to die like this. I, I don't believe in it." There is no Torah. There's no mitzvahs.
2: But by the, the person, end of the life, when when the when the comes to take a person, they have some sort of regret. It can't be. Everyone has it. Even a Jew who wasn't observant ever in his life, the last moment, he will all of a sudden his belief system is uh, totally different.
0: That's a nice picture. We're talking about a theoretically a different picture here. We're talking about someone. I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's a usual case, Effie, but it could happen. look at where the cursor is. Koyamov, Murad. Imamish becomes a mirate at the end of his life. calls. all right, I'm, I'm not it's strange, but it could happen. Hey, man, that's why we come to learn the Yishalmi and we come to learn. We, we find out about interesting, different types of situations. But now we have the flip side. How about if a person was a Russia Gomer his whole life? Mamish did all these terrible Averas, and then he does chuva at the end of his life. Hakodish Barchum Makabloy. Why? Because look at that same Pasek in Yecheskel. The same way it talks about a Tzadik becoming not a tzaddik, it also talks about a Shuv Rosham, Rishisol, right? Right? That he could actually embrace life at the very end. Amr Yechanan, in fact, he could have such an epiphany. He can change so much. change so much. Because he could say, I finally understand it. And he actually could come to a Madrega where he it's like all his avaros become mitzvahs. "Matam, what pusik shows that? The pusik says until him, "More of big de That means your clothes smell good like all these sweet-smelling things. We're going to make a drasha though. What is bigidois it? is not big It means be." All those averos that you did all those times that you were a bogid, where you were a traitor to me. You know what they're going to be now? Because that, somehow that led you to this path. Somehow you, you're you going to realize that all those Averis, those Bigidot, those things that wasn't even the real you, you were sort of like putting on a costume. And that led you to be you, to who you are. And that's this incredible Madrega of being able to do chuva. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu actually takes
1: those Averis and turns them into schuyos. Um, I thought we were going to get a little bit further. Um, we're going to. I think we have to stop here, and go to the Bavli. Okay. We're on the bottom of Daflamid Lamed, mid-bays. All right. A lot of nice Gemara tonight. A lot of agadeta. We did some aloha in, in Hilchas
0: Pesach. It's going to be a lot of agadeta, a little bit of Aloha as well. Tana
1: Rablonon, lo'olam, yehei odom, anvason kehillil. A person has to be an onav like
0: Hilil. Shamai was a very strong-willed person and a great teacher, and he held his sheetas brilliant. But a person should try, at least to try to be like Hillel, he should try to be modest and accepting. There was a story with two people. This is today's daf. They made like a bet with each other. What was their bet? You ready? I'm putting 400 zoos down. That's two years of salary a person can live on. Okay? I'm going to put 200 zoos. Okay, which one? Let's see if you can go and make Hillel upset. The guy doesn't get upset. Oh, yeah? I'll bet you I can make him upset. Oh, yeah? How much you want to bet? Well, I bet uh, 400 zoos I can make him upset. Okay, you're on. <laughs> I'll go and make him upset and I'm going to win the bet. It was Erev Shabbos. What was he doing? Shampooing his hair. Getting the nits out of the hair, ready to go to the Beish Americhatz, right? He had to go down the road. The Be- you know, he's the Nossi, but he has to go down to his base Americhatz, getting the stuff out of his hair. Allah, Pesach and he came by Hillel's house. Amari oh, screamed up, Mekon Hillel, Mekon Hillel. Hey, Hillel, you home? Okay, Hillel's undressed. He's sitting and getting the, getting stuff ready. Someone's calling him. Nisate Hillel came out to see him. Amrle, no, no, my son. What is it that you want? Amrle, oh, Hillel, I got a question for you. Question. I love questions. I'm R' Shol, and Ask. All right. Here's my question. He will. M'nei Ma Rishon Shol Baveloyim Segal How come? Like Charlie Brown, how come you're so well, got such round heads, you Babylonians? I know you're from Babylonia too, right? Well, you came from there. Why is all these Babylonians that live here? How come they're so round headed? They don't look like they are us Jews that are born in Eretz Yisrael. said, "You know, look like shalto." It's a good question. Good, you know, you gotta know. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I'll tell you the answer though. I read it in National Geographic. Here's the answer: Mipnei. Because the midwives don't know how to take the baby out in a way that the the head is oblong, like a normal, you know, uh, oval shape. It comes out like a basketball, like Charlie Brown. It's like, because the midwives in Boville aren't that, they're not so great at what they do. And that's the reason why the heads come out round. Hmm. Okay, thank you. See you later. Well, he didn't say that. He actually went away. But he does come back right next. <laughs> he waited another hour. <laughs> uh, an hour could have been 20 minutes. But the amount of time Hillel's already got his clothes off again. <laughs> Get my hair done. I got about to go to the base of my huts. Omar, Mikon on hilo, Hillel, Hillel, hilo, hilo, Are we home? Okay. He went down to see him. Omar, he said, What would you, What do you need? I got a question. Oh, questions? You know, I told you before, questions are good. Oh, here's my question. Why is it that the this Tarmadonian people we talked about the Hanukkah, why do their eyes look the way they do? Like they're they've got these like you know what? They're they're also like they're not like oval like our eyes, they're not long, they're sort of like smaller, squintier. Why why do they have those type of eyes? Omarla he said, Beneath, it's a good question. You know why? Hu is helping them. Charles Darwin might like this answer. What's the answer? Mipnei, Shadorin ben Acholot. You know where the tar come from? They're around here now, but you know where they really come from and where they live and where they go back to after the 7-Eleven closes. They go back to the sand dunes. There's a lot of sand over there. There's a lot of sand and wind. And this is really an adaptation, which is good for them, as Rashi points out, because if it would turn out that their eyes would be long like ours, they would get a lot of eye trouble with the sand. So this way, their eyes are smaller, there's less room for the sand to get into their eyes. So it's actually a biological adaptation, which is actually good for them, considering the fact that for who knows how many years they were dwelling in those sand dunes. <laughs> so we walked away. He's looking now, okay, okay, 15 minutes. He's probably got his clothes off now. I'm coming back again. Once again, it's atif viyotze v'kroisoi. Amarle, once again, he said, "Bini matam avakeish." shaila yesh mi I want everybody to think if it was you. <laughs> How many of you would be Hillel? Amarle shol bini shol. Ask. Let me hear a question. He says, "Mipnei <laughs> ma How come those Africans have such wide <laughs> How come they have such wide feet? How come their feet are so wide? <laughs> it's a good question. It's a big question. Important question. It's about humanity. It's good to know. Biology. Sociology. <laughs> They live in the swamp areas. That's where they come from. And over there, they need to have broader feet so they don't fall, so they can go from like, like each pad in the swamp to the next one. If their feet were tinier, they'd fall into the swamp. So God Baruch gave them a barocha, and he had them evolve and develop with long, wide feet. And that's why the Africans have excuse me, have the feet that they have.
1: On my light,
0: he says, you know what, Hillel? I've got a lot of more questions. But I'm worried, you know what, I, I'm afraid you're going to get angry because I'm asking so many questions. It's here Shabbos. And I see, you know, you come out, you're about to, I see you have stuff in your hair. I see you want to go to the mikveh. He says no. Nope. He just put his robe around him, uh, even uh, firmer. He said no, no. Don't, don't don't hurry on my account. I'm ready. I'm ready to get all your questions. He didn't show an element, an element of 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 what's word am I looking for? An element of of dismissiveness, as if he was nervous, as if he was rushing. He sat there calm as a cucumber. Ask, Amarle. He says, "Here's my question. Amarle, hey, yeah, that's me. Amarle, You might be the nasi. I wish there was no. There, I wish there weren't so many of you. There should be no more people like you. We shouldn't have any more than to see them like you. Amarle Bini, <laughs> I've been nice to you. Why, why, why shouldn't there be more people like me as Nasi? I made a bet I could get you mad. Now I got to pay up the 400 zoos. Amarle, said, you got to be careful with these bets. Be careful when you make these bets and what you think you're going to be able to get done. Because you know what? You're not going to change me. My equanimity and my state of mind is worth it. I know I feel bad that you lost, but it's worth 400 and another 400. And I'm not going to get upset. That's the patience you have to have for people. You have to have patience, my friend. You, can, you know, people. It's easy to give tzedakah and say, "Listen, I'm busy now. You can come back later." Hillel was an uh, uh, anvason. That's what an anvason is like. You know the killer was smart? Didn't think he knew something was going on? But he ain't going to lose his temper. He's not going to act differently. He's the Nossi. Okay. You probably heard the story before, but uh, I think it's still
1: worthwhile. Tana Maisa bin Ochriechod, Shaboi lefnei Goy came
0: to Shammai, Okay, and then he told him, oh, I see, one is you have like a mesora from Moshe, you've been writing it down, you have an unbroken tradition. What's the other one? He says, the other one's oral. We, 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 you know, the rabbis hand it over from generation to generation. Uh-huh. and is it written down anywhere? No, it's not written down, but the rabbis know it. Uh, it's all oral. ani I believe you about this one, because everybody's got it. Every single synagogue has the same thing. I believe that probably came from God. But I don't believe in these interpretations. Shabalpeh And therefore, I'm interested in Judaism. I think you guys have got something, but I'm not going to do this Torah Shabalpeh stav. Gi'arini Teach me the beauty of Torah Shabik Shammai said, no, no way. Torah is i pet together. He threw him out. He came to Hillel. What happened? Hillel heard what he had to say. Hillel said, I'm going to accept you as a Jew. Okay, so now he's learning. The first day, Hillel's teaching him. So he says, Aleph, Bays, Gimel, Dalit. He shows him what the letters look like. The next day, the next day, he shows him the, the other letters. He shows him different letters. He shows him Kuf Kuf. And he says, "Okay, these are our first letters." He says, So the the said, "Yesterday you said Aleph Now you're telling me these are the first letters?" "Aha. What are you basing it on? You knew nothing. It's because the way I taught you." true i showed you stuff written inside but i explained what it was and you accepted it so you see how crucial explanations from human beings are (laughs) you were being so much on me for what the letters were Realize that I also can tell you the Mesora of Tarvishabal I also know about the traditions of things that aren't connected to letters at all, and you should accept them as well, even though you don't see any scriptural proof for them. But that is what Tarvishabalpah is. nami And that's how we got him to accept Tarashabalp. Shuvmais was another story. <laughs> I want I, I want the short version, okay? Look, I don't have time to take a bunch of uh, quizzes and a bunch of online courses and watch a bunch of movies and have a bunch of discussions and then learn and study. Hey, tell me what your Torah is. I'll tell you, I just want to get the point. That's it. I didn't appreciate that. Shammai, they say from here, was some sort of architect. He had like a ruler in his hand, the Amasabinian. It was the size of an Amma that a person would use to build a building. So he pushed him away with that stick. He said, Get out of here. What did Hillel say? Gairai. Who's Magairaim? Oh, my Lord. He says, Okay, teach me. What is what is it? One foot, on one foot. Teach it to me. What is it? Give me the short version. He says, You want the short version? This is it. Dalecha Soni, what you hate, Lechavercha Savid, don't do it to someone else. You know what you hate, treat people the way you want to be treated. Zui teira kula, that's the teira. Pirushahu, the rest is only commentary, the rest is the perish. Zil go learn now. Of course, uh, many people will say, "What do you mean? What about kachim? What about Tahris? What about Alochis? It's all about being, being loving your neighbor. Is That what it's about, right? The golden rule, love your neighbor as yourself. This is Jesus. This is where Hilo said it before Jesus, right? So is this is this the whole Torah? So Rashi has a pshat here. Rashi says the chavercha is God. In other words, we 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 use our communal relationships. And see, God is our friend as well. God does everything for you. You wouldn't want someone to break your promise to you. You wouldn't want someone to not love you who you've done so much for. Treat God the way you want to be treated. Do his mitzvahs. Realize that there's a there's a relationship that we have with the people around us and with God as well. That's what Rashi says to try to explain how this is the Klaal kolatay rakula. Shuv ma'isa Show you over a kura baseha madrish for come shama kolsofer. There was a guy who walked by the base madrish and I guess he understood Hebrew and he heard the person who was riding the Tera right, Shayoimir, the Eilahabon Ayla Bagodima Shayasu. And these are the Belgotam of the Koen of the Koan. Khoshain, the Ephod, were covod with Seferis, the Kohengada was wearing them. Omar, halalami. So he walks in and says, Hey, Mr. Ryder. Mr. Sofer, you're writing those things. I couldn't help overhearing what you were saying. And I understand those words. Who who wears those? Amrloi, what I was writing about in the Sefer Tehra, was Koyen Gadol. Aha. Uh-huh. So Koyen Gadol gets to wear such beautiful, incredible clothes and to stride around? Boy. The guy said to himself, I. you know what? I believe in myself. I learned Hebrew. I can become a Jew. I can be the, who that Torah is talking about. I can be the Kohen Godel. I'll be the Kohen Godel. So he comes to Shabbat. I want, I want to be a, a, a Jew, but I want to be able to become Kohen Godo. Again, Bailuf Gairé. Hillel was Magyarim. Omarle, <laughs> so now Hillel accepts him. The guy thinks he has a chance to be Kain Gadol. So, Hillel says to him, Okay, you know what? I know you want to become Kain Gadol. Now you need to study all about the laws of what it takes to be in Koyengodo. Amarle. Hillel said to him, <laughs> Trump didn't know anything, but anyway. But usually, if someone's a king, he has to learn about the rules, the laws. You can't be a melech unless you know how the, the rules of governing work. So, leich l'mot malchus. Go and learn. You want to become koyengado? Learn about all our laws, about how you become and what is it about, How we what's what's our Jewish laws, what's the system. Okay, he says, I'm going to learn about it. Halach v'kara. He's reading the Torah. Kibben shigia. Vazor akarev yumas, he said, someone who's not a czar who tries to do avoda, including even just regular avoda of a kohen, dies has a death sentence misibede shamayim on it. Amar mikrasal minemar, who is this pasuk talking about? Amar leh, that's pasuk talking about almost everybody. Afilu al even a David, the greatest person. If he would try to do Avodah, he b'chay of Misa. No so he segir kav hachomer ba'atzmah. Ma Yisrael shenikru bonim um avosh, avom koralem b'ni b'chayri Yisrael. Madach, a person who's born a Jew, as we know, as we're going to say at the Seder night, right? We're bonim to God. And God loves us so much, he told Paro, this is my firstborn son. And even a born Jew with the biggest yichus bound to Avro Avinu but he's not a Cohen, I'm only a gear. I came from who knows what sort of stock. Hakal, I don't have the yichus. I don't have the progeny. I don't have the the genes going back to Abraham. Shaboba my kolo I'm just a guy with nothing behind me. All I've got is my stick and my and my suitcase. I came to join the Jewish people. They've been nice to me, but I know I'm nothing special. I can't do Avodah. Paul Shamai. came to Shammai and said, Shammai, I asked you a question. I said, I wanted to be a Jew because I wanted to be Kohen Gado. You should have told me, I. you should have told me, you can't be a Kohen Gado. You just pushed me out. I'm really, i kohen really, Shamai, why why'd you just push me out? You knew I couldn't be a coin goddamn. Why didn't you tell me that? Halokos of Beteiras are a car of Yumas. Bolifne Hilel Murlay. He said, Hilel, and Vosan, Hilel, Hilel, you didn't get upset at me. You knew what I was saying was stupid. You knew what I was saying couldn't happen. But you accepted me. Therefore, Yanu Khulcha Brochai Sarai The Brochis should be chal on your head. Shikraftani tahas kanfeashina. Because of you. I can now be under the wings of Shkhen and know my place. <laughs> it happened to be these three Gayrim showed up at the same basement one day. Umru, he's talking about it. said, Hey, what do you, Hillel Shamai? And they both said, Had we been with Shammai and his strict way of looking at things? We wouldn't have been here. We wouldn't we would have been Goyim and we would never have gotten where we're at. On It was because of Hillel that we can actually be under the Shkina. So that was the incredible story there. Amar the Bosik says, and we've got about um uh, we said nine twenty. I have 14 minutes. Let's see what we can do. the Pesach says, the Pasuk says that what is it So It has all these things, beliefs, time, strength. So Roshlakesh says that's a remez. The six things that are mentioned there are remes so of the Shisha Sidrei Mishnah. If Kallah needs a muna, when you learn Seder Zroyim, it shows you believe. You believe like we're doing Masechtas You believe that you can plant and give to the Aniyim. You have a muna in God that God will provide out of the earth what's needed, and you take off trumas and Maestris. That means you have a muna in Hashem. Okay. That means special times of the year, you do special things. It's your times, or God times, you arrange your life based on God's times. That's the strength, the strength of family that goes from one generation to the other. That's keeping the laws of Esh keeping the laws of who you marry and who you don't, knowing that you're going to have children that are connected to you, that's the chosin of Klal Yisro, is the children who know who their parents are, who keeping who's keeping the halachos. That's Seder Noshim. Yeshua is being saved as Seder Nezikim. That's having a system of torts, a system of damages, a system where you're able to figure out who pays for what, who doesn't, what does a document mean, how, how do you go to Besdin? That saves Klal Yisro. It's, it, no one's happy when they come out of Bezdin. But having a system where in a civil manner we can solve these sort of tort and damage cases, that saves society. Okay? Chochma the a Seder Kodshin. Karbonos, animal sacrifice, Trumas, I'm sorry, tmura, all the things that we learn, and, and Pigo, all those details, Avoda. Begadim, that's chokhmah, that's a wisdom. I can't, it's, 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 it's blanking yourself, it's it's, it's, it's it's submitting yourself, being submissive to a higher wisdom that you can't figure out. I don't know why we got to cut the animal here. I don't know why we got to take the fat over here, but if I don't do right, getting those details is chokhmah. Just absorb, understand it, don't try to use your preconceived humanistic notions on it. That's what wisdom is. I'm learning something new. I'm going to just absorb it and get it. That's Chochmah. And Das says later Taharos. Das is Taharos. Because that's even higher. All the lochus of Tum and Taharo, we've done a number of them here in Shabbos. That's even a higher Madrega. That's Das. That's what Rosh said. But even though all those is true, what does it say at the end of that Pesach in Yeshaya? Yiras Hashemi Hashem Otzro. But you know what the real treasure is? You have all of Shas. But the Otzer of Shas, the real treasure from all your learning, is the fact that you fear God. Amar Rava. Bisho shemach nisamonim Take a look at those six things again. What was the first one? Emunah. But after you die, God says, "I want to know how you did business. What sort of business did you do? Were you honest?" The next thing is itecha, itecha. What is that? Did you make use of your time? Did you learn with Kivalevich every night? Kavata itim utara. Did you did you did you go to a shir? Did you have a chavrusa? And and you made sure you were there, not just once in a while. What else? The next one was Chosen. Asakta did you try to build a family? Did you get married young enough? Did you not practice birth control when you didn't have to? Okay. What's the next one? Yeshua. Yeshua. Did you hope and pray for Mashiach the way you should? Pilpalta, what's the next one? Did you at least take your hand of figuring stuff out and learning? Were you Mafalpill? Did you get sharp? Did you figure it out to the point that the endorphins were 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 blasting because it was so fun and it was sharp and cute and great? That's the way learning's gotta be with pill pull. Did you do that? God's gonna ask you that. And did you get to real understanding of Das? Havanta Dover Mitochdover. After you did the pilpul, were you able to reflect and sit back and have the big idea suggest itself to you? Did you learn properly? And you, you can answer yes to all those questions. Still, the big question is going to be, A-f-i-lo-chi. God's going to say, "And what? how did you fear me? You have to fear us Hashem. Even though you were this, you were a great person, but you didn't really sense... And, and, and feel the presence of God in your life as something real, and you were scared of doing an Avera, then you don't have it. Someone, Rabbi says, says, you know what? Uh, I, gotta, I got this hired worker. Bring up the core. Bring uh, It's a big amount. Bring up a bunch of wheat. They got to go upstairs. We're storing it for the winter. Halach The guy did a big job. Amrle. Um, then he said, um, George, you 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 schlepped all that stuff up there. But did you put the protective stuff in? ben Did you put a kav of chomet in? A kav only one one hundred and eightieth of the total. What's the kav chomten? Rashi says. It's like a, it's like a piece of salt. It's like, it's, it's like a, it's like a huge salt globule that you put in there. And somehow, if you put that into the wheat, it, it permeates through and the wheat doesn't rot the way it would normally rot if it sits there. So he says, George, you put that in? I'm really, oh, I forgot, Mr. Jones. I forgot. I'm really love. Amarleh, you know what? (laughs) Mutavim lo'elisei. It'd be better you didn't do it, because we're going to have to take it all down and put it in. Because if you don't have the Yirash Hashem, the Torah doesn't last, and all your good
1: mitzvahs don't last. The thing that makes you that person, that, that, that gives you,
0: A preservative, thank you, yes. If, if if you don't have that preservative, then your life is really just history. It's facts. What makes it part of you, what makes it you, what makes it the essence of you is the Yir HaShem that actually supports that. Now, the great, great tzaddik, from Chaim Valoshana, Rosh Hashiva, the starter of the Yeshiva Loshan, said, it's interesting that it's the Kav Chomet, that Yiris Hashem, the way the mushal of Rava, the great Godel Ador, the Rashima Rava, in his time, is 1 180th of the wheat. He says, you don't need a lot of Musar. You, you can spend less time on it, but it should be effective. Make sure you do something. Most of your day should be the other stuff set aside a time, it could be very small, but effective time, and that will permeate everything. That's why they didn't believe in Musa in Veloshim. They didn't believe you needed to spend a half hour learning Musa. It could be a small amount, just a kav to a kur, that would be sufficient. Toneh be'i rabi kav chomptim Bikur shaltvu A person in, in terms of choshen mishpat, can sell a a, a a core of t'vua, and even though in that core was not a hundred percent core, part of it was cholmate. He doesn't have to worry because the person is happy to get khomate, because khomate is a protective. Amar Rabba Barhuna Kol Adam Bo If someone has tayar but doesn't have Yiras that's like he has what he has the keys to the to to, to Torah is, in a way can be the way to come to rep, to understand God, but he doesn't have the he doesn't have the basic fear of God. So he's got the wrong keys. He can't even get in because the way to get to God, you first have to have Yiras Hashem, Yiras Aynesh. And then you learn Tyra. He's got Tyra, but he can't even get into the door. Let's read it again. Daimu the it's like, he's the Gizber. He's like the, he's the, the head of the, uh, 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 he's the head of the, of the area there. He's the the, the, the main um, official. You gave him the inner keys, but he can't get into the store. He can't get into the treasure house. <laughs> but hey, Ayel, how's he gonna get in? He doesn't have the US Hashem. Machir's <laughs> Rabyana. said it a little bit different. Chaval, <laughs> it's a shame. darta. <laughs> the guy doesn't really have a place to live. Vitara <laughs> he makes himself a big gate. <laughs> That's what's going on. He made himself a big gate of Torah, but he, he doesn't have the Yuras Hashem that where he lives. So he built himself a beautiful gate, but there's empty. There's nothing in there. Am rav Le lebara kadosh baruch hu so A baruch hu doesn't just want us to learn; he wants us to feel his presence and to fear God. Shneimer elokim <speaking> asu <in> sheyiru <Hebrew> Milfanov Rav Simon, Rav Elazar, havi yosve. Rav Simon, Rav Elazar, were sitting there. Cholaf also Rabbi Yaakov
1: Baracha. Rav Yaakov Baracha stopped by, walked by. So
0: Rav Simon said to Rav Lozer, Let's stand up. This is a man who really fears God. Obviously, Rav Lozer and Rav Simon were both Tamir Chachamim, but they felt they needed to stand up special for a person who reached the Madregan Yiraz Hashem. Marley he says, you know what? I'm not going to stand because of his frumkite. Because of, of, of that he's a Ben Teira, the amount of Torah he knows. So there was a achlaikis. Why to stand up for Rabbi Akbaracha? Marley, I'm telling you, we should stand up for him because he reached the level of Yerush Hashem that needs to be stood up for. And you're telling me the uh, Amritliad Bar Urianu. Uh, you're telling me this is Bar Urian. So they were fighting about why they should stand up. Mar says to stay the Rabbi who the Yomer the governor the the Chilchatoyanu. We could probably prove that was Rabbi Lozer who said that he was Rabbi Lozer was the one who pushed Yiras Hashem. Rabbi Lozer was one who said we should stand for Rabbi Yaakov Baracha because he's a Yiras Hashem. The Yomer Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Lozer Ainu Lakodes Baruchu Bo El Rabbi Lozer said, if you think about it, what is it that's in God's world completely? He gave us Torah, and of course we learn it. But where is it that you're sort of like alone with God? When Hashem. That's what God wants, yira. That's what God wants in his world. Rabbi Lozer used to say over that drasha, it must be Rabbi Lazar, despite the fact that he was a Rosh Hashiva and a gadol Ador in his own right, Talmud, and then a Chava of, Yiki, of Rabbi Yochanan, he still felt the highest Madriga was Yiras Hashem, that you stand up for.
1: And he said, there's another pusik
0: V'xiv, Hain Hashem, Hi Now, what did I mean? Hain. Shekein, Belosh, and in Greek, the word for one is one. Hen, one, ono. Right? Karin, l'achas, hen, hen. Sounds like one. So it's one thing, Yires Hashem and Chochma. Hashem is Chochma. And that's what Rabbi Lazar said. Because Eov was sort of, what Eov was, was being said to Eov, I'm not sure which one of the friends of Eov that was saying that, but that was based on the Greek language where Chachma is your
1: Hashem. And therefore, that was Rebbe Lazar Shita. That's why he felt you should stand up. Um, the um, We'll just do one, a couple more minutes and then we'll stop.
0: In Kohelis it says, uh, we talked about Kohelis contradicting itself. Darish Darushrav Ullah Al Ula said, Why did Koela say don't do a lot of evil? <laughs> a little bit of evil he should do. Ella, shum no What we're trying to say is like this. Let's say somebody went off the deruch a little bit. He had a bad week. So what happens? You can tell. You can tell that he that he wasn't so firm this week. You can tell that the, you can smell the garlic on him. So Yachser shum nodef, That's what Shlomo was saying. Don't give up. Don't say, because this week I didn't daven right. Yeah, forget about davening. Don't say, I was a Russia. Oh, I, it's going to be a big Russia. Don't do that. Believe in yourself. Don't assume the actions that you had today Are an indicator of what you are essentially. Don't give up. That's what Shlomo was saying. And the way people give up is saying, who am I kidding? Okay, now I'm in a Davin b'kavona. Now it means something. Ah, it doesn't mean anything. Don't talk, don't let yourself, don't talk yourself in that Satara talking to you. Don't say, Yeah, I'm just gonna become a big Russia. David Melech says, when the Rishoyim die, they don't seem to die in pain. They don't seem to die with chartsuvos, like 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 a, with a terrible pain. Ubari ulam. It seems like they're, they're 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 healthy till they die. Why is that happening? Rishoyim should suffer when they die. That was seems to be what David Melech was saying. Amar baruch That's not. I have a different shot in pasuk. Not like the simple pshat that David HaMelech is trying to figure out why Rishoyim don't suffer before their death. It's God talking. He says, Rishoyim have to be, look at the word, it's You got to be nervous, depressed, worried, anxious. Death is around you got to take it seriously. The death could happen. A Russia doesn't take it seriously. He doesn't realize his life could be lost. Ella, what do they do? It's like, yeah, they convinced themselves. You've got to be scared, my friends. You've got to be scared of God's punishments. This is the way a fool is. He's got Kessel. What is Kessel? Yodin Rishoyim Shadarkim Lamisa. If you ask him deep down, everyone knows that you don't live. Everyone knows you could die. Everyone knows you can get disease. Everyone knows that bad eating habits can get you obese and other things,
1: build up negative stuff within you. But you know what? They act like they don't know, they pretend they don't know.
0: It's like they have fat on top of them. Like, it's covered. Where's their brain? Their kidneys that's supposed to give them das, according to Chazal. Where's their brain? It's like they put the fat on. Oh, you think Shem Etay You think they really forgot? They didn't forget. Talmud Really, they do talk about it, and they know. But they spend their lives acting as if they don't know. Willful forgetfulness. Listen, there's one thing here about this, uh, This what the situation we're in, nobody's forgetting. People realize, as we said, that death is here. And we've got to do the best to, it's Hashem, to be chayzer b'chula. And to take many of the lessons we have here and the type of
1: person we want to be like Hillel, like Hillel HaTzadik. Ha-